What's up, Mets fans? Orange and Blue Thing. Happy Thursday, March 14th, 2019, here from the Seven Lines headquarters out on Long Island. I'm Darren Meenan. That's Lizzie Soroyan. We got Danny Shea answering the phones for the first time ever. And uh, Drew hanging out behind the scenes. What's up, Drew? What up, what up? What's up, Lizzie? What's up? You like my sunglasses? Is it sunny in here? No, but we're giving them away tonight. <laughs> so if you're watching the live show, if you're listening afterwards, here's a little incentive to watch the live show. This is the things we do on Thursday. We like to give away some free stuff. <laughs> and I was looking for something in an old box, and I happened to see these sunglasses that we made with Knockaround back, I think, in 2013 or 14. I think this was like the giveaway yep, on was. opening day. I yep. think everyone got one for free. And then uh, We ran around the seats putting them in the cup holders, and then some of the cup holders are designated for two people, and then people were coming uh, complaining. up to us complaining. Because it so you I remember it very vividly. Some people had some <laughs> sticky fingers and they walked away with more than just one pair. So I think we made some extras afterwards. So as luck would have it, I say <laughs> that a lot on the show, I noticed. As luck would have it, we have some extras and we're going to give away two pairs tonight. One on Facebook, one on Periscope slash Twitter. So if you're watching the live stream, click that little <laughs> button that says share. Share the show on your wall. Tell your friends you're watching Orange or Blue Thing and you'll be automatically put in the running to win these sunglasses. All good. Uh, Lizzie, I posted hey. something on my Twitter account a little bit ago, and I'm not sure if you saw it. At what age did you start wearing glasses? Because I think, I think I'm going blind. Um, okay, so in junior high school, eighth grade, how old are you in eighth grade? Uh, 12, 13. We'll ask the resident uh, underager here. How old, Danny? <laughs> resident. 13, eighth grade. 13. Well, it so depends on when your birthday is. 13-ish, but... Um, I didn't want to wear them, so I didn't wear them, and then I couldn't see the blackboard, so then I just started wearing them. Did you ever consider LASIK or anything like that? I actually like wearing glasses. It makes you look smarter, right? No, I feel like it. <laughs> I feel like it hides some of dumb, my wrinkles. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know. I think I need glasses, not not sunglasses, but I think I just look at the computer and the and the phone all day that my yeah. eyes are getting a little blurry. You know, they have they have a new type of lens. That is like, you know, they have the glare proof and this and that. And they have one that's specific for computer. Like I, I got to look into it. Yeah. Anyway, so if you want the sunglasses, press share right now. If you're watching or listening afterwards, then this is a little incentive. <laughs> Thursdays, we give away some free stuff. Free stuff. Free, free stuff, stuff for you today. Stuff that's shit and stuff <laughs> combined. 631-388-5195 is the number to call. I'm very happy to announce you guys already know this, but Facebook and Twitter, Facebook and Instagram were both down yesterday, and that is not conducive to a sale. No. So we had our new <laughs> stuff go up yesterday. Not that we really saw any fluctuation in the numbers there as far as sales are concerned, but I that's At least it wasn't tonight. Yeah, that would suck. <laughs> but there's two major, True. you know, two pretty major streams for us to promote. For sure. Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. Instagram is my favorite as far as promo is concerned, and they were both down yesterday. So shout out to all you guys on our mailing list that remembered to purchase yesterday. And shout out to Danny and Drew for uh, taking care of all the orders today. If you ordered a jacket yesterday, it's already in the mail. Yep. If you ordered at some point today, we're still catching up. Don't worry, we'll, we'll get to you. So I can't really read the sheet here with these sunglasses on, <laughs> on so they're going to come off. But, uh, you know, I read uh, Evan Wynn actually wrote something. And he said, it, bummer for anyone who actually had a birthday yesterday because if Facebook's down, it doesn't count. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, everyone who's like expecting Aww. those like, happy birthday, like a million. I took my birthday off of Facebook because I don't want to reply to like a million people writing happy birthday. It's like the that blanket. Once my a year, fake My love. birthday's coming up. Yeah, you love your birthday. But, you know, whatever. That's, I'm actually that is, not even doing anything this year. I typically don't really care about my birthday. But uh, for having it come down. I think a lot of people, they also put up the thirst trap afterwards. Is that what it's called? Thirst trap? When like you're looking for people to like throw you love? Yeah, the yeah. The day yeah. after like, 
Thank for thank you for all the birthday love. Asking for more. That's all that is. That's yeah, it. Like yeah. if you missed it here, here's my comment section. Throw me some love. All right, six three one three eight. I can't wait for my birthday so I can write five one nine five. Give us a call, Mets or whatever. Um, <laughs> let's give a shout out to our friends at McKellar hooking us up with these brewskis for tonight. I'm on the Henry Hops, a little six point five percent IPA. Nice and delicious. What do you got, Lizzie? Heller at your boy. Is it Holler or Halla? Halla. Halla at H A L L E R because of the Haller hops that they use. It's a New England style India Pale Ale. It's it's one of my faves. Delicious. Uh Sally Silk. We gotta get more of that. I've been drinking that the past few weeks, but Sally Silk is delicious as well. Drew's on the hops as well. But what McKellar is doing special for our listeners is very cool. So go to McKellarNYC.com, mm. go on the top, click the little button that says delivery, and scroll down and see all the different tasty beverages that McKellar has to offer as far as their delivery service is concerned, or in the brewery. Obviously, they're, they're not doing exclusives just for the delivery as far as I know. So they got the proper pint, post no pills, can I get a wit wit? They got a bunch of different options here, bundles, <laughs> four packs. You got Drew spitting his beer everywhere over there. Can I get a wit wit? And uh, very cool uh, offer that they're doing for our listeners and viewers. It's T7L20 is the discount code. T7L20, no spaces, 20% off your delivery on McKellarNYC.com. Click the delivery button and use the special promo code. That's very, amazing. very cool. Um, we got Danny Shea. No relation, to, no relation to the stadium, uh, fielding the call. So give us a shout if you want to chat about Mets or whatever. He you guys, his last name different. I know S H A Y, but yeah. it would have been cooler if. I mean, at least for our sake, we should just call him S H E A, S H E A. You know, uh, Mets or whatever. You guys obviously know what's been going on over the past week. Big news last Thursday. Tom Seaver, um, the whole Seaver uh, story broke last Thursday right before the show. We discussed it in you know as much detail as we could with the details that we had at the time. The Seaver statue, I didn't know that this was coming up, but I spoke with Brody just a week prior to that about the Seaver statue, and, and he said he wasn't really sure what players uh, had been proposed in the past, but he kind of, not that he danced around it, we talked about this last week too, but he can't really answer questions like that on the spot. He can't right. be breaking news with me on Orange and Blue thing at a bar or a brewery in, in Port St. Lucie. But apparently, this has been in the pipe for some time, is what I heard, at least on Francesa the other day. Right. And then on Monday, I believe, uh, during the game, Howie Rose kind of confirmed that. He said he did hear things over the years about their possibly becoming you know, being a statue or becoming a statue being added to City Field. So I feel like it's always a topic of conversation from the fans. Well, he's the franchise. I, but, it, but I feel like it's it's always something that's that's spoken about, so it should have been implemented it, so long ago. And the fact that it's still something that they're not even 100% well, sure no, about. No, I heard they were 100% Maybe they sure. Are. Yeah, they there's, are there's and they aren't. You can't really take uh, Francesa for his word at, at many times. I mean, he says something at like, the other day when Odell Beckham got traded, at like 7 o'clock, he's like, it's not going to happen. And then like three hours later, he, he it, got traded. Did, so yeah. you can't always take what Francesa says as fact. I mean, he is a radio personality. He is, you know, a respected voice. He's been in, this, in the industry for decades. But uh, what he says doesn't always end up being the Bible. But he right. says it's going to happen. That was on Friday. So on Monday, a story came out and said it's being considered. considered. So I don't know. You know what it is? I don't know if the team wants to really come out and say, yes, this is happening because it's kind of weird timing. You don't want to come out immediately after the man. Not that he's just being diagnosed, but his health is declining. He already had some issues with Lyme's disease, and now it's you know obviously a little bit more serious than that. He's retiring from public life. So I guess it would be a bad look in some people's minds for 
them to come out immediately and be like, yes, we're making the statue. Because it kind of looks seems like a little too fake. too little too late. Yeah, a little yeah. fake, a little forced. Um, but if it's happening, great. Yeah, is if it it's not, it's, just, it's a crying never, shame. Sort of, yeah, you know, but like we talked about it last week too. You want the man to have been there for the unveiling and to appreciate it and to see it with his own eyes in person rather than hear about it from his 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 family or friends or whoever happens to be there in his honor to, you know, be there in his place per se. For the unveiling um, or Mark Healy, who was on last week, he called and had a good point. He said something like, a lot of people are talking about um, Seaver in past tense. The man isn't dead. He's not dead. <laughs> uh, you know, and I'm not saying he's alive and well, but he's not dead. And, yeah. and you know, a lot of people are kind of already writing him, him off that his life is over. His life isn't over. Uh, certain aspects of his life have come to an end as far as the public is concerned. But, you know, uh, everyone should kind of have Seaver in their thoughts and prayers. But um, I do want to play this from Francesca if you happen to have missed it last week. I'm not going to do the whole thing here, but this is what Mike had to say on Friday. You know, the, being something to Seaver, well, I found out that um, and I guess it's been in the works for quite some time, but, uh, and I don't know yet if it's going to be the exact weekend of the 69 Met, uh, the, when they honor the Mets this summer or not, but there is, uh, a major, uh, deal coming concerning Tom Siva. And my understanding is there is a statue of Siva coming sometime this season. The Mets will be unveiling a Siva statue. So, and I guess it's been in the works long before yesterday. I guess it's been in the works for quite some time. I was not aware of it. So who knows? I mean, he hears things. Clearly he hears things. He's, yeah. in, he's in this field and he's been doing this a long time. But who knows if what Mike says is, is actually factual. But, you know, I hope it's true. I hope it happens. And like he said, he's not sure when it might happen. I don't know if it's going to – it would make a whole lot of sense for them to do it on June 29th. Right. Or that weekend of the 29th when they're honoring these guys. Right. And making, you know, uh, a whole weekend of it. The 50-year anniversary. It's a big deal. And a lot of the guys are going to be out there. And unfortunately, Tom himself can't be. But that would be a great day to unveil, unveil a statue. Especially um, with his former teammates. And, oh, yeah. You know, like yeah. that would be perfect. So. The first guy – to have his number on the wall as a player, right. number forty-one, the franchise. It, it's the, this. This is the type of guy that you are supposed to be honoring forever. Mm -hmm. And what better way than to have a statue out there? Um, I did put up a poll because I knew this was a slam dunk. It came out <laughs> last <laughs> week when the Phillies got Harper. The, I don't know if they gave Twitter credit, but they, they did mention that there was a poll put up and the Phillies fans overwhelmingly wanted Harper over Machado or whoever else. So. The tweet was with the poll on the Seven Lines account. Since apparently the Phillies signed Harper over a Twitter poll, let's see how this works. Should the Mets finally add a Seaver statue? 96% yes, 4% no. The 4% have to be trolls. Who the um, heck said we'll no? Say no? But you know what? Actually, to this one person's credit, I, I'll take it back about the trolls. To this one person's credit, they did say... They only voted no because they feel like at this point it's a bad look. Okay. And that was the only reason they said they voted no. So overwhelmingly, yes. Um... Mike Francesa said, not Fr Francesa, Keith Hernandez said on Monday that he would like to see a, uh, a Seaver statue added to inside the rotunda, which Keith has never walked through the gates when the game is starting. He's already in there, yeah. hanging out, doing his thing, comfortable in the booth. He doesn't really get what it's like to be in the rotunda during game time or during a, a big game. So having a Seaver statue out there, especially in the first year when it's new, everyone's going to want to go over there, take pictures, read the plaque. 
get a feel for it and, and, and take it in. If it's in the building at that area, it's going to be mobbed. Um, and also, that is not that everyone's gate of choice. It's already mobbed. I avoid the rotunda at all costs. Yes. Uh, clear, which is great. We use clear when we, ha- you know, when we need to, and we know the lines are crazy. We'll go through the clear line. Um, but on other days, I avoid the rotunda. Um, it's it's a bottleneck of people all trying to get through the same area. Then they got the escalators. So my thought would be. You know, I'm not saying my idea is better than Keith Hernandez's, but next to the Home <laughs> yes, Run Apple, are. there <laughs> is there next to the Home Run Apple. There's yeah. that garden right there. There's that area. I mocked it up on online, uh, photoshopped some people in there pretending to take a picture in front of it. I think that would be a great spot for it. And you know, anywhere would be great, but as long as they don't like hide it in the outfield like they did with the Home Run Apple. Year one, Shea, uh, City Field, the Shea Stadium home run apple was out near the bullpen. I remember. And you kind of like missed it. You didn't yeah. really even know it was there. No yep. one goes down 126th Street unless your windshield's broken yep. or you're going to McKellar or McFadden's. Um, you know, that is really not the area. Eventually it might be whenever they redo the area and it's not a cesspool <laughs> and, uh, you know, whatever it still is, whatever you want to call it over there. I mean, they're cleaning it up. It's going to take a while. But once the area is redeveloped and that's like a neighborhood, then yeah, the bullpen entrance is going to be great. For the time being, you can't really put it out there. Plus, the sidewalk's not big enough. Yeah. So wherever it ends up, hopefully it ends up in a, in a nice spot where fans can enjoy it. Uh, give us a call, 631-388-5195. Seaver statue talk, whatever you want to talk about. We do have some news that broke today about some new rules that are coming to MLB in 2020. Danny, if you can give our boy uh, Joe DeMeo a call, we're going to get Joe on the line to chat about that a little bit. Joe's got a better way with words about a lot of things uh, <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to <laughs> with baseball. And, um, you know, the rules came out today, and there's a lot of things that – kind of made sense there's there's supposed to be shorter commercial breaks it might be cut down to like two minutes is what i was what i heard and um jeff uh i think it was jeff passan let me pull this up there was a blog post written today yeah jeff passan who covers uh major league baseball i don't know who for but uh he wrote all about it and he said that he can see a era maybe sometime soon where the commercials are kind of gone. It's like a split screen. You know, you go between the innings, you get out there, you throw your warm-up pitches, and, and the next inning starts. You got to, like, speed this shit up a little bit, when you know? When we watch um, soccer they do that, that right? streams from, like, Columbia, let's say, uh, they, they have, like, a little, a little screen at the top that plays commercials during the game. And so does um, NASCAR. I, I watched a couple NASCAR races. I've never watched it. Yeah, it's actually yeah. like the biggest sport in the country. I know. I don't. I NASCAR. Uh, yeah. yeah. NASCAR wow. is huge, man. Um, you know, and I'm actually going. I, I watched Daytona. I'm going down to Florida in two weeks. I showed you a video of, of where I'm going. Oh my God. It's. I got to show you later. He needs like a a a hip shot or whatever it's called <laughs> <laughs> it's it's pretty fucking wild it's called swamp fest if anyone cares look it up swamp fest i'm going down uh two weeks from tomorrow actually i can't wait it's a b it's a bmx thing oh, okay, but okay. it's like the middle of hick florida uh you know they let them my buddy not, not really my buddy a guy i know through the bmx scene rents out this complex What's the shot called you need shot I don't know. It's like a tetanus shot yes. or something. <laughs> it's, it's, it's wild. But anyway, look it up. Swamp Fest is crazy. Uh, swamp Fest. <laughs> it's called Swamp Fest. Hang up, Danny. All right, so we got Joe on the line. What's up, Joe? What's up, Darren and Lizzie? What's up? Hey, Joe. Listen, I want to apologize for last week. I texted you afterwards. <laughs> you were on vacation, right? Where, where were you? I, I was, 
when I was texting with you, I was sitting having breakfast in Aruba. <laughs> oh, I feel really bad for you. Well, we, you know, we were in Mexico the week before. So if you catch the show last week, anyone watching or listening, I kind of threw Joe under the bus a little bit <laughs> saying that your girl wanted nothing to do with you. But you kind of confirmed true. it through text. You're like, yeah, it's true. That's funny. Yeah, it's true. And I'm not sure if she really does now, but whatever. <laughs> no, I, I think that I think she loves you now. But maybe in the beginning. That's super good. Yeah. So just to refresh, not that this is uh, – um, love lines or anything but so you went to a game with us and you sat next yeah. to her and then what all right so I know, you're supposed to be on, I know you're supposed to be on here to talk about the mlb rules but i want to just find this out again we got time no worries uh so opening day 2013 i go i buy two tickets to go with you guys for me and my mom my mom's unable to make it i'm like Ugh. and i really have like one met fan friend realistically and I asked him, and he was like, dude, I can't take the day off of work. I can't go. And I was like, well, sh- shit, I'm going to go anyway, I guess. I bought, I bought the ticket, so I guess I'll go. So whatever, I figured it'd be fine. I go, sit down, and her and um, Christina Duda is... Uh, oh, is that who it was? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's her friend, Christina. They just sat next to me. I was just like, hi. And didn't really... She was like, hi, and then not really talking much throughout the game. I would throw, like, little one-liners. <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't have game or anything, I guess. So it uh, it wasn't working, and then I assumed she drank enough, and then she just tapped me, and she was like, her last, name is Duda. her last name is Duda, like Lucas. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then we just started talking, and we went to McFadden's afterwards. Oh, there you go. Got her number, and then the, the, the rest was history. All right, so I thought she actually had to make you work a little bit more. I didn't know it was by, like, the seventh inning. You guys were already chatting. Oh, it, it, but seventh inning is a long time when you're trying some pregame, man. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> well, I'm glad it worked out because now you guys are a serious thing, so that's great. So let's talk about these MLB rules. You wrote a blog post for the site a little bit ago. We published it. We got a lot of eyeballs. And – these rules have been discussed, not discussed, but they've been chatted about for a couple months now. And one thing I didn't see in there was the, anything about the DH, right? That's not a thing? Not yet. It sounds like the DH. I, I really thought when I wrote that article, whatever, a month ago, whenever it was, I really thought the DH was getting implied like 2020. But now it sounds like it's going to be pushed off until they do the next CBA in 2021 at earliest. So what did you like about what came out today and what didn't you like? I'm cool with the 26-man roster. I, I think that's good. I, I think having another body is, is never a bad thing, and it also starts service time for players, more players, so more players will you know hit free agency sooner and stuff like that, so I think that's good. The home run derby thing, I think it's just cool. Like It's nice to reward the players, because the home run derby, I mean, I know, I'm sure you watched it all your life, too. Uh, when I was back, younger, back, the home back, run derby... Back, 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 back. Yeah, exactly. Yes, <laughs> Thurman. So, like, yeah, McGuire, Sosa, Griffey, like, the Stars did the Home Run Derby. Yeah. Now, the Stars do not do the Home Run Derby. Good players. Like, I'm not trying to, you know, put down Jesus Aguilar and guys like that, but Harper only did it this year because it was in Washington. Otherwise, the biggest star would have been, like, Freddie Freeman. Yeah. So, like, nothing against them, but I want stars back in, in the Home Run Derby, and that I think that brings more excitement, and it'll bring more viewers. I want to see... Mike Trout versus Bryce Harper versus Nolan Arenado versus, you know, whoever else, Aaron Judge, guys like that. And like I wrote in the article, it's also a good way to kind of take your young players and put them out there. 
Absolutely. Or, you know, these guys can make more in the night than they do in the whole season. Exactly. So they'll actually try, which is pretty cool. Wait, so and, what, and what are they it, implementing? And, so uh, Drew Drew didn't catch in the beginning. He didn't read the article. So the the winner of the home run derby is going to make a million dollars. Oh, wow. Starting this this summer, so nice. the All Star break, the Home Run Derby. So a lot of these guys make league minimum, or not league minimum, but you know they're they're not getting paid yet. They didn't yeah. hit free agency. So uh, what Joe and I we were texting about this. Joe, what do you think? Do you think teams and coaches are going to be stoked on this? Because it might turn a guy who doesn't necessarily, uh, you know, want to be a home run hitter, turn into one in the middle of the summer. So is it going to fuck with swings? Is it going to make guys kind of play differently on the day-to-day basis now where they're going to go out in you know the middle of July and try to hit bombs to make a million dollars? Maybe. I, th- I think it, it is person-dependent. I know David Wright struggled after he did the home run derby. And that's, so why that you, that's what you said to me in the text. Like We yeah. all think of David Wright. Right. Rightfully Bryce so. Harper last year, go look at Bryce Harper's splits last year. He actually stunk in the first half. And he was awesome in the second half after the home run derby, which he won. So I I think it's hit and miss, and it's based on the player. I won't be surprised if teams kind of have that notion in their brain, like, oh, this guy's just going to try to hit dingers in the second half, and it's it's not good for us. But at the end of the day, it's good for the fans. It's good for the players. Good for baseball. The teams have to suck it up. Good for baseball. Like, I I want the home run derby back to being, like, an awesome event. Like, I still watch it every year. It's not like I don't, but... It's more awesome when it's superstars hitting dingers. I would actually, I want to see the skills competition. I want to see yeah. like them having to turn, uh, you know, whatever, turn a play. Like a third baseman's got to throw the ball into like a basket at first, like something, something cool like that. It might not be as conducive to like a live viewer at the stadium, right. but at home that would be awesome. I, I would like to watch that. Maybe not live. I mean, that could be something they tape, kind of like the futures game, and play it afterwards. Like something cool, like a little extra segment. Something fun, anything to bring more like eyeballs and life and excitement to the broadcast is good, you know. Yeah, yeah. You want more eyeballs, and you want more people getting those eyeballs because the reality is baseball lacks stars. And I'm not saying the home run derby and a skills challenge will all of a sudden create all these stars, but it's a step in the right direction. Like people don't like really know who Mike Trout is unless you really unless you like baseball. Like oh. I could 1998, you could have gone up to a random person on the street and be like, you know, Mark McGuire. And they're like, yeah. Yep, yep. If you go up to a random person on the street and go, do you know Mike Trout? If they don't like baseball at all, they probably don't know who Mike Trout is. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? So, so I, I want to see more of that. So in the article, you also picked out one piece that you disliked the most. Why don't you tell the people about that? Why the hell do they want to have a three-batter minimum? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It, it, I, don't, I, I really want like an explanation on how it makes sense. Like, I assume the only thing I could assume is that they're saying basically it'll shorten games because there'll be less pitching changes. So for but the people that didn't read the article yet, the three batter rule is a relief pitcher that comes in has to face at least three batters. Uh, so if he's getting rocked by the first two batters, he still has to stay in. Or if he walks the first two guys, he still has to stay in. But there is a rule in there that says if he's coming in to relieve the starter, then he doesn't have to go three, right? Right. I, so say Jacob Degrom goes six and two thirds, right? Uh, and then you bring in Seth Lugo. Seth Lugo could get that last guy out in the inning end, so he doesn't have to start the next inning. Out. Right, 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 right. Right. So right. It, basically, the exception appears to be injury or ending with ending. 
ending of an ending of an inning. <laughs> so when you were writing um, when you were writing this article, though, um, I know I s- sent it to you afterwards. We can write a little update. But uh, Clark from the MLBPA came out and said that he never agreed to this. So I don't know why it's already out there if it's not going to actually happen. But the PA and the league seem to not be on the same page with a lot of stuff. I'm kind of trying to scroll up here to find it. Um, yeah, yeah, they're they're not on the same page very often, to be honest, and that's why I'm worried about the CBA in 2021, to be honest with you. So uh, Jason MLB, Stark, let me just read this really quick. Jason Stark, who writes for The Athletic, tweet at uh, 12.18 this afternoon, one surprising development that emerged from today's MLB rule changes is that the three-batter minimum for relief pitchers in 2020 we will be uh, implemented by the commissioner's office. Clark's response, we did not agree to the three-batter minimum. So that's the complete opposite of what they reported. Um, well, yeah. What's crazy is when it's outside of like CBA negotiation time, the commissioner has the power to just say, I'm doing this. Yeah. That's it. Like, Tony Clark doesn't need to say, okay. He could be say, I don't want that. And they're like, well, we're doing it. Well, can you see there being, like, if this comes to a point and the sides don't agree, can there be another strike? Uh, when the CBA is over, I won't be surprised if there is some form of a work stoppage. I don't think you're going to see, like, 1994. Like, I don't think it's at the point where a whole season's going to wash out. But I, I won't be surprised because I'm, you know, a few players that I know are super, super unhappy yeah. with how this whole cba is and they're speaking to their representatives and not only their agent but the team representative that you know goes to the union because every team has one player on the roster is the union rep well i hope that doesn't happen i don't want to i don't want to i mean it'll be fun but i don't feel like bartending anymore so i it better not (laughs) there better not be a strike no thanks i i think it'll end these things tend to work themselves out i think there's just a lot of tension right now and a lot of it is money right now the money with the contracts because i mean look at the nfl i know you're not much of a football guy darren but like the free agency for the nfl it was it's basically like a three-day thing essentially just bang 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 all these stars are signing and getting traded and it's actually super entertaining and exciting to watch while a baseball offseason is kind of miserable because it's not only is it four months long but it's four months long of kind of like Stupid rumors about who's going where, right. are they going to sign, and the baseball offseason is just getting worse. I remember, you know, it's not even that long ago that the offseason, the winter meetings was where everything happened, and a couple of guys would linger until the end of the year, and then free agency's over. Now the winter meetings, it seems like there's a small handful of things that happen, and everybody's hanging out until February and March, and that's that's terrible for the players, terrible for the fans, it, it's it's not it's not heading in a good direction so they need to figure out a way to to do something i don't even know what the answer is <laughs> yeah they they better figure it out so listen joe before i let you go i got to ask you a question because i know where you stand on this situation but you saw the poll i put up today about the black jerseys right yeah were you surprised by the outcome i i was a little surprised i, I have to imagine it's just people a good percentage of it are people who their like prime baseball time was ninety eight to oh three. Like the prime, like that has to be it. Like, like you know what I mean? Like the like that's where they came up and really right, got right, into right. it, and they just saw black jerseys, and that was it. Well, I feel like black the, is not the, the, black's not a Mets color. 
it's it's not a Mets color, but you can certainly like the the jerseys. But anyway, sure. Um, I know where you stand. We're going to talk about the poll here now with the people at home, and uh, I'll talk to you soon, man. Black you- jersey suck. <laughs> All right, Joe. Later. <laughs> so, <laughs> All right. Always thanks to uh, Joe for calling. Follow him on Twitter. Twitter PSL to Flushing. So let's talk about these black jerseys because yesterday I put up uh, a tweet that said something about you know we released our polo shirts in black and our jackets in black and we always see that our black merch sells pretty well and I feel like a lot of people yourself included really like the black jerseys. I mean, I'm kind of impartial. I really like the way the Mets look now. They're rocking the blue. They're rocking the white. Um, you know, I really like the way the Mets look as far as a uniform is concerned. But with the way black merch sells, I could certainly see if they bring the black jerseys back as a once-in-a-while thing, not full-time, I could see the black jersey becoming popular again as far as a merchandise and consumer uh, aspect. So... The poll today is everything okay over here? By the way, yeah, yes. I forgot to tell Danny to do something. Oh, so I was okay. just writing him a note. All right, I'm over. I've seen you guys writing notes back and <laughs> forth. It's like I'm back in sixth grade. People passing. Hey, do you like me? Circle one, yes or no. Uh, so the poll: Would you want the Mets to bring? <laughs> what do you like me? Circle, Circle one. one, right? <laughs> Danny, it's a love note. Yeah, you want to kiss after the after school? Yes, yes or no? Maybe no. No, <laughs> I never got come one to of my those. mom's house. I used to have Three. a shoebox full of my notes. Oh, I still, I, I still actually have that. Really? In my parents' attic. Yo, girl, I was thinking about this. Like, girls would spray perfume on the notes. Yeah, kisses. They used to kiss on the note. Uh, you're on camera right now. Oh. They would put the lipstick kiss on <laughs> yeah, the note. On the note. Damn, you know we both. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> giving you a pound across the room over here. Get the the perfume and the lipstick. You know I'm like but right here, right? Yeah, that's cool. Like you know people are watching <laughs> yeah. at home. So isn't that kind of, if if my daughter does that I'd shit, I'm gonna she she'd be Listen, locked like yeah. locked in the basement forever. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote something about that the other day, oh like God. Oh damn, what did I write? Something about something about her. And uh, oh, it was na- inter- uh, International Women's Day or something. I wrote something about like yeah. I'm kind of nervous of what this world's going to be like when she's old enough to make her own decisions, type of thing. And someone in the comments wrote, um, <laughs> "My daughter's going to be in bubble wrap till she's 35." <laughs> <laughs> I always say that, yeah, bubble wrap the kids. I don't really even know how we got here, but let's talk about the black jersey <laughs> poll. Um, would you want the Mets to bring back the black jerseys? There was four options. This got a lot of traction. Uh, over 5,000 votes. This was put up today on the Orange and Blue Thing Twitter account, which you should definitely follow. Orange, Blue Thing. Orange and Blue Thing was too long. The four options were yes, once a year. Yes, once a week. Yes, back in rotation, which would mean they wear it sometimes. Or no. And I was shocked that no only got 24%. So 76% of fans that voted on this poll want the black jerseys to come back in some way, shape, or form. I got Danny back here shaking his head no. I know you like the black jerseys, I mean, Drew. I never liked the black jerseys really? before, before. So but now, now while as I'm wearing older, it? Yeah, while they were wearing it, I never loved it because I thought the same thing as um, Joe. It wasn't really a Mets thing. So A lot now, of teams were rocking black then. Black, black kind of became a thing for a little bit. Well, when City Field came out, they had black walls it was just yeah not, yeah yeah, yeah. You know, they were so the black early 20 like uh, you know 99 but now i like it because it's yeah. to me it's a throwback now right, and right i feel right. like if i get to rock another different type of color with the mets gear then why not right 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 so that was the the poll and i was actually shocked that 41 percent said yes back in rotation my idea was next year 20 year anniversary i mean the mets didn't win the world series in 2000 but they certainly went to it they were playing 
uh, the Yankees. There's a big deal. Subway Series, World Series, big deal. Um, next year's a 20-year anniversary. So I thought maybe, who knows, maybe this is already in the pipeline. And I, I'm just talking in circles here because the Mets are already thinking of it. But if they did something where it was like once in a while, maybe last year or two years ago they did the the uh, racing stripe jersey on Sundays, yeah. which was cool. Yeah. So, Or maybe it was in 2016 for, for the anniversary. I don't know. Yeah. I can't remember. But if they did something where it was like a special day next year, the 20-year anniversary. But they, is it also cheesy like you're celebrating them losing the World Series? But I think if they did something, a special throwback for that, it would be cool. But I'm shocked, shocked, surprised, baffled, whatever words you want to use. That, that jersey. Yes, back in rotation one by 41%. I loved and it. I still have my OG hat. The purest. It's dusty and gross, but it's awesome. The baseball <laughs> uniform purist out there that love the blue and orange and, and everything that has to do with it are rolling over and they're not even in the graves yet, but they're rolling over right now, sick to their stomachs that this might actually... Well, once in a while, it's not a big deal. You come know what back. I'm saying? Bring it back into rotation. Why not? Once but I was saying, why don't we just make our own? Yes. No. You know? So, oh, you okay. know... I, I didn't know you want to... Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, it's, yeah. I'm not, it's not breaking. I've already showed you it. Okay. But, uh, I think it's amazing. I think it looks pretty hot, too. So Fire. Uh, I designed a black jersey <laughs> yesterday that's breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> breaking news. Where you at, Omar? Um, <laughs> yeah, I want to make a black jersey. Oh, so Lordy. we got other stuff in the pipe that I can't really be releasing a black jersey right now. So uh, I actually submitted already this morning for approval. Nice. So I'm not making any changes. It was like, no, I, love it. I love it. Go with your first gut. No changes. What I, what I sent is hopefully what gets approved. So breaking news, we might be making a black jersey, but the idea would be to release it towards the end of the year. So like a winter drop. So it's like, hey, this is a one-time thing, 20-year anniversary, black jerseys. Limited edition. If you want to rock it, you want to buy it, here you go. If you don't, go fly kite. I can't um, wait. So that's the story. Uh, 631-388-5195 is the number to call if you want to talk about the Mets. Seaver, we already passed the topic, but you can bring it back up because Seaver's timeless. Black jerseys, you want to give us your two cents. The, the comment section was on fire from that today on Facebook. I don't know what people are writing right now about them, but um, people are very passionate about jerseys. And they think it's like we're, we're trying to like ruin the nostalgia of what the Mets are and what they what they wear now and whatever and that's that's certainly not the case. I don't want it back in rotation to be honest. I, I voted for once a year. So once a year, maybe a Friday. Well, why are people so night? sensitive about having are you one kidding me? You know what year you live in? While? You know what year this is? Everybody's sensitive. You're asking why people are sensitive, dude. Do you remember the lady? I bring this up all the time. Which I was one? talking about this in Starbucks the other day, or maybe a month ago. The manager was talking about. I got a complaint about yada yada. And she's like, I can't believe it. She was like just like upset about it. She's like, this lady was yelling in my face type of thing. And I'm like, I let them do their thing. I'm like, listen, I'm not trying to eavesdrop, but I'm in the business of customer service and we read a lot of freaking crazy emails. The lady in Pittsburgh or the guy, whoever, that complained that was too sunny in Pittsburgh. Oh, shit. I remember, remember that. Remember that? Yep. Find a seat next year on the road. for. I'm looking at the photo right now. Of, I think that was 1,200 or 1,300 people at the time. It was a big outing. For Harvey. Yeah. Well, it wasn't for, it just happened yeah, to be, he yeah. pitched. How can you find that many seats and be, and be picky about where you sit? And be like, and by the way, uh, Pirates, make sure we're in the shade because Bethany from Minnesota wants to make sure she's not in the sun. Wear some fucking sunblock <sighs> and get a bucket hat. We sell them. Go. Oh, watch it, watch <laughs> it at home. Back. Watch it at home if you got a problem Go with the sun. somewhere else. There's shade, actually. Look at that. Can you get that for me really quick? Yeah. There is shade back there. Those M people are happy. Damn yeah. it. Sometimes I want to be so rude. 
you are occasionally. Sometimes I got to tell Lizzie. I'm like, listen. No, sometimes I just got to relax. Like, Go take your shit somewhere else. All right, so this is Pittsburgh. It doesn't actually look like that many people from the angle, but maybe there's like. Oh, there's a good hundred people back there. So the lady, the complainer, is somewhere. <laughs> she couldn't take a few steps up, though. You know what? I'm going to just circle it. <laughs> Please find her. This is the person right here. I just decided. <laughs> this person with the R in chat. Oh that's my Bethany God. from Minnesota. I don't even know if that's her name, but I'm just going to call her that from now on. So what are you doing? Spitting your shit out? Where the heck did you even pull Bethany, Bethany. out I of? just said that a second ago. You I guys know, weren't paying like, attention? Bethany out of all names? I don't know. Kelly watches the uh, oh the housewives. housewives. <laughs> oh, there you go. Isn't it Bethany? Somebody I on there? I think so. I Frankel? don't watch that shit. <laughs> Is she? Uh, oh no, she's not the one that got arrested. You heard that shit? Yeah, that was amazing. What? 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 People got brought. They were bribing people to get oh. to college. Oh, Yale. Oh my mm-hmm. God! This is we. Andrew and I were talking about this um, last night because it was. It's it's a huge scandal. Obviously, they're calling it Varsity Blues. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, yeah, Danny, sit down a second. Um, yeah, it's crazy. I what what kills me about the story is that so many people work so hard to get into that school. Girl, the daughter didn't even want to go to school. She didn't want to go to fucking school. What's, this what's her name bitch. again? Fucking bitch. Oh, uh, That's her name. What's her name again, though? <laughs> I, uh, if Pete's watching. Pete, the um. curse counter is a little high this week. Sorry, Pete. <laughs> Shout out to Pete McCarthy. He'll be back next week. Um, what? Uh. Wh- what's her name? Lori Laughlin. Uh, yes. Which, which, if you're from Aunt, the BMX world, Aunt Becky. Aunt Becky. Aunt Becky. But Full before House. she was Aunt Becky, she was in, um, she was in Rad. Uh, Classic, classic BMX movie. So let's uh, give some uh, camera time to our, our little Hi, friend Danny. over here. You look like such oh, a little kid right now. He is a I little am. kid. Get close to the mic. <laughs> I am. So Danny, you've been working here for a little while, right? <laughs> I have. How long have you been a season ticket member with the Seven Line Army? The first year you guys started doing it. I want to say that was 2016, right? Uh, I don't know. You probably know better than me. I'm pretty sure it was 2016, yeah. All right, so 2016, Danny, how old are you now? 19, 18? I'll be 18 17? in September. You're 17. So 17 right now. So in 16, it's maybe even before that, baby. when we were in New Hyde Park, he asked to work here or work there. And I'm like, dude, you don't have a car. There's no way you can get to New Hyde Park. I don't think this is going to be happening. So when uh, Adam moved on to whatever Adam's doing, um, Danny was like, I remember Danny. And I'm like, listen, I hit him up because we had an email chain going. I was like, hey, you want to work? He's like, as luck would have it. My term of the night. Uh, I got my learner's permit. So congrats on having a learner's permit and a car. And now you work here. So how's it going for you? It's good. I, I love working here. This is awesome. I know. I saw <laughs> I saw on your Instagram story, you're like, my job over your job with the uh, little basketball game you got in the back. Well, yeah. Everybody complains about how much their job sucks. I'm like, yeah, I get to play many basketball on my job. <laughs> <laughs> but I yell at you every time. So now you're in trouble. No, nah, you can oh, well. play. I mean, honestly, you guys need to practice. No one's beating my I'm score. I'm just trying to catch your score. Exactly. That's not happening, dude. So let me ask you a question. As a, I feel like you're a pretty stylish kid. You're always rocking nice, clean, clean kicks. When shit comes in, I actually like having someone who is drastically, dramatically younger than me. I could be your father. Work here. That word. Because, oh. yeah. I can be your mom. <laughs> because <laughs> you, you're in high school. You see what, what kids wear. You go to these little these uh, little concerts all the time. Um, and <laughs> he when goes to big concerts, actually. They're not little. Whatever they are. They're like Wonderland. We, we all used to go to like called? little what concerts. Wonderland? Astroworld. Astroworld. <laughs> Wonderland, Wonderworld. No, but I'm learning shit. I feel like I like having you around because I learned some more shit. Um, Which, by the way, since you're trying to date yourselves a little bit here, when you were talking about 94 before, I had no idea. 
Well, you weren't born yet, right? No, I know. Exactly. That's, oh, my God. It's crazy. He was um, born in... Oh, one. Oh, one. That's unbelievable. So, the... Um, <laughs> anyway, back to the like having you around. When shit comes <laughs> in and we have like a, a drop of like 12 hats come out and I'm like, Danny, I, I want you to give me your honest opinion. Which ones do you like? Because... I'm getting old. I got to know what the kids like. So we're talking about the black jerseys, not to jump around topics here, but we're talking about the black jerseys. And we were talking about it before. You kind of gave the thumbs down. Um, you're not a fan of the black jerseys. All right. So I'm going to be 100% honest mm-hmm. with you. When I looked at the poll earlier, I immediately looked for no because I didn't think there was really going to be any other options. But I would consider maybe the black jerseys as like an alternate jersey that like yeah. like the Islanders do with their third jerseys, but they only wear them like twice a month or once a month yeah yeah so you would have th- voted I would once think a month so yeah. Cool. yeah yeah all right all right because you wear jerseys almost every day yeah i do do the people, people at, like say, your high school say know you? all the time i either wear jerseys or concert shirts all the time yes yeah. it's actually so you, yes that is true I do. repping your teams repping your uh astroworld or uh minivan what's it called astroland <laughs> astroworld astroworld travis scott i was thinking of that whatever it is that uh, travis scott come on give me a break um what what isn't that wonder wall yeah. No, Wonder Wall is Oasis. Wonder, I was going to say, that's Oasis. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking know. All right. So uh, is this person still on hold? Yeah, probably. Needs something? Are they still on the phone? Yeah, probably. What it does? He's from LA. I don't oh. think so. Right, maybe they are. We'll go to the line. If they're not, then the line is open. Oh, there. Oh. <laughs> All right. Sorry for keeping on hold so long. Uh, Alex in LA. What's up, Alex? What's up, Darren? How you doing? Good. How you doing? So my question is, the Mets signed Justin Wilson as a big left-handed arm for to get out big lefties in big innings. If you had to pick as a second one, are you going Luis Avilon or Hector Santiago? I I think this is a question better suited for Pete next week. Yep. <laughs> what, what would you do? Why don't you tell me what you would do? Well, I mean, Luis Avilon, he, he was okay with the White Sox last year. He had some good splits, but... I think Hector Santiago has a bit more experience, and I would uh, like to rock with him. All right, there you go. So hopefully uh, Mets GM is watching this, and uh, he takes your advice. Yeah, and I just wanted to say um, I met you last year in Arizona, and I was at the Petco Park one, and I just want to it's a great time hanging out with you guys. Thanks, man. Petco was insane. And you know what? Is that your only two away games you've ever been to? Um, well, no, living in LA, um, my, me and my dad, we travel. No, no, with, like with us, with, with us, I mean. Oh, oh, with you, yeah, yeah. That, well, yeah, that's good. You're two, for, you're two for two as far as the addings are concerned. Two good ones, too. Yeah, yeah that was insane. Arizona was sick, and San Diego, obviously, Bartolo's home run, so that's, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, uh, we're going to be out in LA, I hope, next year, depending on when the schedule comes out. We should know in September, so hopefully they're going to LA, and we'll meet you out there. Yeah, yeah, thank you so much. All right, later, Alex. I think Alice forgot that this isn't a baseball show tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Thanks, Alex. Thanks for calling. I was uh, like, that one's not for me. <laughs> yeah, me either. 631-388-5195. we got clogged toilets here. We're drinking beers. Talking about the Mets. Oh, my God. So- Darren, somewhat. you're so bad. It's, it, I, it's the truth. We're telling the Darren, truth. Okay, Darren went... Darren went a little poo-poo today. <laughs> well, we don't have to get too deep into it. So, and he clogged the toilet. 631-388-5195. Share the show if you want one of these sunglasses we're giving away tonight. We have two pairs of knockaround sunglasses, throwbacks from, I think, 2014 or 13's opening I feel like day. It's I think it was 14. 14. 
Mm. It doesn't have a date in there? Nah. This was it a says sample. opening day. No, nah, these were samples. Oh. I think it was actually 13. So share the show right now if you're watching on Facebook. Click retweet if you're watching on Periscope slash Twitter, and you'll be put in the running to win. I do want to give a shout out to Adam. We were not throwing you shade. We love you. What do you mean shade? What you mean shade? Why? Because I said I don't know what he's doing. I don't know what he's doing. No. A lot of people were like, don't talk for, mean w- about Adam. What? Oh, everybody's being sensitive. Oh, he said See? It. Sensitive. Is he working for the New York Times or something like that? Yeah, I think so. so. Everyone, yeah. Th- see, I told you it's the Sensitive. year, it's the era, and the year we live in. Whatever, I love you, Adam. Who cares? Oh, you know what? I forgot to say. Uh, happy birthday, Joe DeMeo. I think it's actually tomorrow or Friday. Um, He's a Pisces like me. Balloons to you, Mister DeMeo. So uh, I don't know if you guys happened to catch this last night, but if you didn't, I'm going to play it for you. I'm not going to play the whole thing because it is a little long here. But our friend Jim Brewer lost a bet. Oh, and last night was the <laughs> finale. So now here we are. The bet was the Mets are going to have a better record than the Yankees. They're going to go further than the Yankees. Clearly that didn't happen. The Mets were out like last April. So, oh yeah, everyone's having a good laugh. So what happens tonight? It's the last shout-out. Oh, shit. It's the last night of the Metallica tour. I thought everyone forgot about this bet. The bet was whoever lost has to wear the uniform all day. (laughs) I get a little call from James Hetfield, a little text, bing. Hey man, I really need to see you. Which is pretty sick. Imagine getting a text from James Hetfield. Me and the band have a little something for you. And it wasn't through James, that was the luring. He was the lure guy. And so then, uh, all right. So we're gonna jump ahead here. Uniform. Look at this. Oh! Oh! <laughs> Around the back. Can't even see yet. Hallways of this arena. So I t- I saw this today. Jim Brewer having to rock the Yankees full uniform and pants and hat and everything on the stage. He does the warm up for um, the Metallica, and uh, he does like a half hour. I think it's an hour, maybe. Whatever oh, it is. He does a warm-up on stage before Metallica. And he's out there in Detroit rocking a full Yankees uniform because he lost a bet. At least he's a man of his word. He lost a bet, and he made it happen. But I was texting him today, and I'm like, dude, how was it? And he's like, it sucked, but at least I got the whole arena to chant Yankees suck for like a nice. solid two minutes. So I guess All they're right. doing like a little behind the scenes with Metallica. It's going to be out I don't know when. But, I mean, shout out to him for, for – uh, you know, being a good going, sport. Yeah, being, you, you oh have my to. You got to do it. But he said he actually re-upped the bet. So he made it again for, 20, <laughs> for this oh, year. Oh, shit. So he's going to go for it again. Um, pretty funny. We are going to get to the lines again. We got a familiar face out there. Make sure you hang up when I pick up. And familiar voice. A familiar voice and name. <laughs> um, I'm going to let you start introducing yourself, okay? Who do we got on the line? Hi, Darren and Lizzie. Shouty out, my friends. <laughs> How's it going? What's going on? You totally stole my thunder. It, first of all, this show today is totally like ADHD thing because we're jumping like everywhere. <laughs> so I is that good? Is that good? Or bad? It. It's good, but I, you know, I'm old, so I'm like, like about two seconds behind, and then you jump to another, and I'm like, crap, what was I calling about? <laughs> So then I remembered it just as she put me on hold, and I look up, because I have you guys on the big TV, and then I'm on the phone, and I went, oh my god, it stole my thunder, I totally was going to say, 
buddy Jim Brewer wearing the Yankee thing, <laughs> and I'm like going, he's doing it. I mean, you got to do it. If you, if you put yourself in that position, you got to do it. I mean, any of us, if you make a bet, you got to go through with it. Uh <laughs> You know, it is that's why you is. when you bet, you got to make sure you win because <laughs> that's a tough one. That's why I don't like betting. Oh, no, like it's funny because I told him he needs to seriously take a shower after wearing that because we don't want any of that like lingering into the season Linger. about that whole thing. <laughs> but no, that was uh, very cool. And um, another little shout out just to the back to the black. No, no on the black. I'm adamant about the black it's too because then you'd have to change the whole show to the orange and blue and black thing and <laughs> no 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 it wouldn't be permanent it'd be once in a while once in a while i think it's okay. just like once a f- like once a week maybe or it's like an away game once a month like it's yeah it's just introducing again just for the year maybe that's it yeah Although black is a thinning color, and it would look better on me because I'd lose twenty pounds, but no, none of none of that. I like right. that. I like black. Clothing. All right, Shadi, listen. Oh, and one other thing, Lizzie, I forgot. I think our birthdays are very close to each other. So, when's it's your birthday? Pre Thursday. Like, w- like next, next Thursday? week, next Thursday. Next Thursday. So you're the twenty first. Yep, I'm the nineteenth. So you're That's an Aries I'm, and I'm a Pisces. That is absolutely right, which is weird because I deal with fish. And I always thought I should have been born like the day before because then I would have been a Pisces, Pisces but instead yeah. I'm a ram. This yep. is part of the jumping around. <laughs> All right, Shadi. <laughs> we, we need to drink then when we, when we see you next. We, yep. we got to toast for each other. Absolutely. All right, Shadi. See you in a little bit. All right. Okay. You take care, everyone, guys. Bye. Bye. Shout out everyone listening. Shouty out. I love that she says shouty out as her hello. Like, shouty out shouty should out be here. the end, right? <laughs> should not be the end of the she call? She should say shouty in and shouty out. All right, so back to what, so we're not jumping around too much, right? Because we're talking <laughs> about Jim Brewer, the Yankees jersey, whatever. Uh, shout out for being a good sport. Next Wednesday. I have a question. Yo. Would you ever make that bet? Mm, at this point in my life, no. But if I didn't that would own be this a- business, then yeah. maybe. But I'm not, no, it's impossible. It's stupid, yeah. Right? It would be not terrible. Yeah, no way. It's not It's not a bet I'm re- willing to make. No. Uh, so, Subway Series for you guys listening afterwards. If uh, you're listening on a replay after next Wednesday, they are absolutely sold out. But you now have a heads up that next Wednesday on Mets.com slash the Seven Line Army, we have 242 tickets going up for the Subway Series at City Field. The first 600 plus are dedicated to the Seven Line Army's uh, season home season ticket members and the rest go up on a game by game basis. There is a four ticket max on this, so find three of your favorite people and um, try to get through next week. They go up at noon sharp. It is one hundred and twenty nine dollars. Yes, that's a little bit more expensive, but the Mets consider the Subway Series a premium game. So Subway Series is just as expensive as Opening Day. One twenty nine. You get the ticket with us in the Big Apple Reserve. The special um, two thousand nine. 2019 Shirzy. Uh, shout out to McKellar. This beer is kicking in. And the uh, tailgate party, which is always uh, more the merrier. So you don't get anything for that. Like you don't, We don't give you beers or food or anything that has to do with it. But you're always welcome to come tailgate with us. Anthony Cass. Shout out to Anthony. He puts together a tremendous is spread. Is he still going to work grilled so hard lobster. and do yeah, all that we were, he is? We were texting today oh, about the opening and- day. Grilled the lobster opening tails. day. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, menu. Spread. Yeah, yeah, because I was like, listen, dude, it's opening day. People are kind of already fired up. They go in early. Don't kill yourself. He's like, uh, I got to read this. <laughs> He's going to bring a whole cow. <laughs> 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 He's going to roast 
You've he done would. pig roast before, but I was like, dude, don't kill yourself. Everyone's more than happy for whatever you're going to bring. Just save me some grilled lobster. And I wrote, anything you do is always great. Because he he gives up his um his Venmo account. So people throw him like five, ten bucks. And it's like, dude, you paid. Go eat. Yeah. Um, what did he say? I actually bought these portable burners that hook up to propane, thinking of making fresh breakfast for opening day since it's an early oh, one. Shit. Like eggs, bacon, and pancakes, things like that. And then he waited. He's like, that's going to be on top of the steaks, ribs, burgers, lobsters, clams, scallops, lasagna, and so on. I'm like, dude, you don't have to go like wow. that heavy. It's, it's awesome. It's great of him. But I feel like it's he so works much freaking so hard. Work. But I feel like I there know. needs to be a better way to, to make sure that people who are enjoying Well, he puts out the cup. Work, he puts out, he puts out put the jar. Yeah. And it seems like people throw money in there. I definitely see Something some 10s and 20s in there. If you're, if you're going but to an opening so day tailgate party and you're eating lobster tails... And you didn't pay any money for that. You'd be like, "Yo, you I'll throw slap him I will No, no, no. I'm meaning like, if you're eating it, like, where did this come from? Where did this magic lobster come from? Oh, okay. Whoever's calling me, stop calling me. I can't talk right now. Yeah. Um, where did this magic lobster tail come from? I don't know. Oh, Anthony Katz cooked it. Like, throw the man some money. You got Hell to. Hell yeah. yeah. Um, I always throw him. Anyway, money. so as soon as we have the uh, the opening day lineup put up on the sevenline.com, as far as the menu is concerned, and the and how you can. Uh, send some money to Cass. Definitely th- throw him some loot. He puts in a lot of freaking lot work. Of work, and uh, he definitely deserves. He to deserves it. Get that money, and the food is back. awesome. So, so let's hit the lines again. We got another familiar name and voice. It's Mr. Rallyman, probably calling from Jersey. What's up, Rallyman? <laughs> what? Oh, I'm gonna give the short intro. I can't go through the whole thing, guys. Unfortunately, but welcome season three. Very excited. Are you, hold on, hold on. Are you on a speaker? Question. Are you on a speakerphone? You on a speakerphone? No, I'm literally in. A, I'm in. I'm at work and I'm in a stairwell, so oh, I, I okay. probably sound. I sound like I'm in the. Ba- I sound like I'm in the hole. You, you actually like sound ship. like you're everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Trippy. Well, he is kind of. So what's up, Rally Man? Okay, I'm gonna bounce in and bounce out. Um, you know me. I like to watch baseball movies all the time. I'm doing a huge marathon until opening day. What do you guys like to do to get yourselves pumped up for the coming weeks of baseball? I like to and eat tacos. That, I'm, I'm punching out, guys. I love you. All right, cool. Bye, Bye Rally Man. Right, Bye. It's been a tradition for Kelly and I. I think it was only on um, Thanksgiving Eve, maybe, or maybe she she can she's definitely going to correct me on this one. Maybe it's Christmas Eve, but we would watch Last Play at Shea. I know it's Christmas Eve. Is I, it even, Christmas Eve? Yes, even I know that you guys we didn't did do that. it this year. I don't think. <laughs> You did. But I like watching Last Play at Shea. A couple years ago when Knuckleball came out, I watched that a lot right before the season starts. Um, not to be like conceited, but I think it would be pretty cool to watch like Lola to Last Out again. Like things like that. If you're yeah. talking about like Andrew things and to watch. Andrew and I recently watched it again. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I was actually going through some photos on uh, Drew's Instagram. I got you on camera right now. The Instagrammy? The, the IG. And um, it's when it came out. Like the it was on MLB Network yeah. and you're sitting there like in front of the TV oh yeah like on pause like it was like yep. your, it was dope yeah. the moment you know that was really cool everybody's like oh shit I'm with you getting your hair done <laughs> while you're drinking <laughs> so definitely check that out if you haven't seen it yet it's on Amazon um, on the Sports Illustrated it's just great to si dot TV like bring you back to that moment when you watch that documentary because right. we had. It was so fun. many ups, so many downs, but it was just. We want to win. Oh, shut up! But I knew, you were, I knew somebody was going to say it. Win. 
And yeah. when you lose, that's life. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Baseball's like life. Oh, speaking of baseball being like life, I got my copy of 108 Stitches by Ron Darling <laughs> in the mail, I think yesterday. And uh, I got... He was reading pages. it. He was reading it. I saw I got it. He really was reading it. 23 <laughs> pages in out of like 200 plus, I got some, some no work pictures, to do. No pictures. No pictures either. Yeah, no photos. I, I told Drew he was disappointed. No photos in this yeah. one. It's not, a, it's not a pop-up book. Sucks. Um, Sucks. But uh, I got into reading it, and uh, this is also breaking news. Ron Darling is going to be on the show in two weeks. Yeah. Nice. Um, he's not coming to the studio. No. Because Ron is a busy man. But we our show that week is going to be on the 27th. It's going to be opening day eve on the 27th. And on the 26th, I'm actually going to Connecticut to meet up with Ron to uh, chat about the season, talk about his book. And just hang out, which I think is really cool. Like, Ron, you met Ron when he came to New York I Park. I did. I couldn't be there that day for some reason. You weren't. And it was awesome. I met Ron a couple <laughs> times. I remember that. Uh, Ron, Ron and I had a very great conversation. And ever since then, I love him even you're more. You're a Ron fan. I you're am. a big Ron fan. I'm a huge Ron fan. But we did two separate jobs for him print-wise. Uh, when Bill Webb passed away, RIP, uh, Ron wanted to make some shirts for his... Compo- you know, yeah. his his um, you know his his staff. Uh, I think it had a goat on it. It, did. it said Webby or something like that. Yes. So we we worked on that, and I couldn't be there when he picked them up. But Ron's always been super cool with the group, and super um, cool. I, I'm and not going to talk about it now. I'll talk about it when I'm sitting with him. But my first time meeting him was before the Seven Line was even a thing. Uh-huh. He was down in Philly, and he was really cool. So it's going to be really fun so to catch awesome. up with him, talk about the book, talk about the season, see what he's got. Um, as far as Joe DeMeo says, you're coming to Connecticut? Yeah, I'll be there, Joe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Joe's from CT. Um, I'm going to actually take the ferry over. It's going to be cool. So look for that in two weeks. And what we're also doing that week is how we do the giveaway. Like tonight, we're doing the sunglasses. In two weeks, we're going to be giving away two copies of Ron's book signed to people who watch the show. So you're not, you're not even that far into the book and you're actually enjoying it. Uh, yeah, I don't You came really... into the office and you're like, oh my God, so... The last <laughs> book I read was Wherever I Wind Up, like the from front to back, oh, which yeah. is Dickie's book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I skimmed through. I love Greg Prince's work. Um... I like, Do- I like Dr. Seuss. I think that book is <laughs> oh, very... Um, Howie Rose's book a couple years ago. I looked through that. Um, and this one is really cool because I don't want to give it too much away because we're going to be talking with, with Ron himself. But it's all stories about how there are... What did, you say? What did I say before? Three degrees, degrees of separation or something Yeah. Like whatever degrees of separation between like everyone in baseball from the players to the fans. is Everyone's somewhat connected and that's what 108 stitches means. That's how many stitches are on a baseball. So I like it. Not to give too much away, but that's what we got going on in a couple of weeks. But cool. let's shift gears here to talk about a man who has been lighting up the internet all spring training and that's Mr. Pete Alonzo. Jared Diamond. What, what are you chicken head about? He's brawling. I didn't know Peter Alonzo was that after that video. Yeah. I didn't know he was that Did you he hear the interview afterwards? He no. goes, whoever said baseball wasn't a contact sport, they don't pay attention. Or they're stupid <laughs> or some shit like that. So Jared Diamond posted this because Andy Martino wrote, um, unless the Mets... Uh, and unless the Mets are crazy, he needs to... Damn it. What's going on here? Okay. Andy Martino. Ah, shit. Sorry, guys. I totally screwed that up. But anyway, Andy Martino said that Alonzo deserves to start the season in AAA so the Mets can get the extra year of control. But 
Jared Diamond, who writes for, let me see what it says here. I'm not exactly sure. But he used to cover the Mets. I think he's with the Yankees now. He wrote, I disagree with this, and not only because of the obvious service time manipulation is bad argument. The Mets are our win-now team. One game with anything less than your best possible lineup can be the difference between the playoffs and not. No reason to worry about 2025 now. And I cannot agree more with this statement. Who cares about 2025? We might be, you know what? Maybe that comes back to bite us in the ass. But the way that Pete is playing, if it comes down to him and Dom and tomorrow is opening day, Pete has to be the starting first baseman for the New York Mets. Too many games in the beginning of this season are against our NL East rivals. And you can't go out there and be like, you know what? We'll wait till May. We'll wait till you know the the service time Let's see is if this up works out. and see what happens. Yeah. Because I'm not saying Dom is bad. Dom Dom has been playing well too. They're both they're both been doing well down in camp. And you know who knows? Maybe Dom has just as good of an April as Pete does. But the way things stand right now, um, the way things stand right now, Pete would have to start. And I couldn't agree more with what Jared Diamond had to say. Um, Stop teasing the fans. We want it. Let's see it, you know? Yeah, but you know what it is? It's a business, and you think, like, oh, fans want this, and they don't always get what they want. Yeah. But I get where they're coming from as far as service time control. Is yeah, cons- and control is concerned. But who knows what's going to happen in 2025? Pete Alonso's not 19. You know, he's, I think, 24. So it's not like he's getting any younger. We're talking about a 30-year-old first baseman wherever he might play. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe they'll shift him somewhere else. But for the time being, as a first baseman, and he's hitting, he cleared the freaking – Green the the um, the green monster, which is not the green monster that's down in Florida. So who knows what the flight path is or the wind angle or whatever. But that was a freaking shot. Um, I got it here on the screen. Shout out to uh, the Mets for posting it. But he cleared the green monster. It was a no doubter. The the commentator actually said on that. If this stays fair, it's gone. It's like, dude, it's it was like 40 <laughs> feet to the right <laughs> of the left field foul pole. But yeah, he definitely deserves to be playing. I liked this tweet last night. Uh, Michael Ma- uh, Mayer, uh, at Mike Mayer MMO, I guess he writes for Metsmerized. He wrote or screenshot this scout's take, which I thought was laughable. Um, scout's take about Pete. He's had a good spring training, but I don't think Pete Alonso is that good. He's obviously a polarizing one. Defense isn't any better, but he's still stiff. He's going to have to hit his way. Everyone knows... Everyone knows he is. He's hitting fastballs, but that's the thing. It's spring training. Once you actually try and get guys out, that's going to be interesting. Right now, he's taking advantage of the fastball, which, I I mean, I understand. I can't recall him ever hitting a slider. I'm not confident that Pete Alonso has the skills to be a hitter. And then Pete actually replied because Uh – Actually, you know what? Mike, Michael Mayer didn't even add him. Maybe Pete searched his name or follows that guy. <laughs> oh, but shit. he replied, I'd like to meet this guy with a smiley face. Um, I think that's great. I think that Pete is great for baseball. He's great for the Mets. He's, he's the kind of guy that I would love to be a fan of for years to come. And he's definitely got confidence, which is great. Everyone Strong saw, at least by now, has probably seen um, the other day his collision at first base, which was very impressive. I, don't, I wouldn't call it. Well, it wasn't collision with him. It was like the other guy collided. Well, there was a bad throw. It was a bad Jesus. throw. It took him off yeah, the bag, yeah. and um, he didn't move. He, yeah. Well, <laughs> you know that's that's he really had no place to go if you think about it. But I'm sure you guys have seen the, the clip by now. But here it is. Boom. Damn. Brick wall out there. But you know he had a cool exchange afterwards with Josh Reddick. He wrote, "Hey Pete, make sure the trainers check out that brick wall you call a body <laughs> after the game." Uh, so they were having fun with it, and uh, I'm I'm all I'm all on board with uh, 
team Pete. I hope he really gets the call to start the, the season down in D.C. in just two weeks. Two DC. weeks from opening day. Yes. 631-388-5195 is the number to Next call. Next caller will win What's in the Box. Next caller will play What's in the Box. And while we wait for the call, whoever gets through next will play What's in the Box. Share the show right now to be in the running for the sunglasses. If you haven't done that yet, definitely get on it. If you're listening afterwards, SoundCloud, Stitcher, tune in, all that stuff. You can also listen to us on Alexa. Say Alexa. Alexa. Play Orange and Blue Thing podcast, and it will. Um if you have an Alexa in your room right now, it may have just went off. It is. Um, <laughs> it's pretty cool to be on there, and a lot of people have like the 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 dot or whatever. And we all know it's listening to us twenty four seven, so it's probably not a great idea to have that in your house. But it, that's the world we live in. Next person to get through will play what's in the box. But in it's, the meantime, I didn't have time to post the blog post about the golden ticket. But what do you ooh, think of it? Uh, Good I like, idea. I like it. Yeah, it's so always it's always fun. Drew doesn't know about this yet, yeah, but uh, when we do our in person sales here. When people show up by X amount of time, let's say it's 10 a.m. whenever we open the doors, we always walk the line or someone that works here walks the line and gives out a ticket to every person waiting to get in. What that ticket grants you is the chance to have a completely free transaction. But you don't know if you oh. won until you pay. I do remember that. So until you know you're this. either about to pay. No, until you pay. Because otherwise yeah. you'd be like, oh, I also oh, want yeah, this hat. We, yeah. So they bring their shit to us. We're... We ask for their ticket. We're about to run their card. If they have the winning ticket, whatever's on the table is free. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it works out great where someone has a yeah, jacket. A hat. Yeah. No, a hat. No. Well, if it, well, sometimes it works, it works out, out great like for us. you come for <laughs> right. a calendar. Or if you like, buy oh, a fucking koozie. Six bucks. <laughs> You're a jerk. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with that koozie. So I was listening to Howard Stern, I think yesterday. He's got a new book coming out. And their golden ticket, it's actually called a purple ticket or a pink ticket. Oh, boy. <laughs> if someone gets the pink ticket, they're going to allow one of the readers to, like, feel up this guy's wife. It's Whoa. pretty crazy. What? So that works for the show. Howard so Stern. This I got mean. my wheels spinning. You know, shout out to Howard Stern, who I got a direct message asking if I want to be on the show. Did you see that? No, that's crazy. Yeah. Direct, no? I think it's bullshit, but uh, a couple weeks ago, I got a direct message. If you're message. going, I'm going. I don't care what you say. I don't know. It's Monday through Friday. I don't you care. Know, you got to nope, be here. Nope. So, nope. Uh, <laughs> nope. Uh, it's probably bullshit, but anyway, Stern Show, whatever. If that happens, cool, but I don't know what he'd want to talk to me about. But anyway, so this got me thinking about we do our golden ticket, even though it's red, when we do our thing here. What I want to start doing on releases where, let's say yesterday, for example, it's too late now, we could have done a golden ticket promo with our jackets. So what we'll do is, if even if they don't sell out, we'll like if you order from noon to midnight, we take every transaction which every transaction has a number and the same every way we, order number yeah the yeah. same way we come up with who throws out the first pitch when we go somewhere it's like we put in the seat numbers and that's how they throw out the first pitch yeah we would do the same thing with transaction numbers and that person would get a golden ticket shipped with their jacket and then they would know oh shit my jacket's free right so you would have like opened your package got the jacket got the golden ticket Sick. and be like wow i'm gonna get my hundred twenty five dollars back so you know, we'd shout them out afterwards or whatever. So that's what I think we should do. So maybe the first time we do it, am I wearing the... I actually asked you before. I'm wearing the five-panel tweed, which is coming back soon. I don't know if you guys counted them yet, but I think Not we yet. got we it back. Get to it. We got 144. It's like the fourth or fifth release of them, which I we've sold a lot more than 144. But like yeah. the Homer and Apple beanies, like eventually things are going to slow down. Um, I hope they don't, but eventually a certain style will slow down. So the next up will be... The five panel tweeds, and on this, we're going to do our first golden ticket. So let's say that I don't have the release date yet, but let's say it's 10 a.m. on a Wednesday. We'll let it run till they sell out or that night at midnight. Write down the order numbers, make a golden ticket, 
ship it and it'll say congrats you got the golden ticket your hat's free i like it that's, so pretty, that's, pretty, that's cool. pretty fun yep so like let's say for instance our jackets yesterday they, they didn't sell out yet but we had 300 jackets one in 300 chance is pretty good it's pretty good and yep. you know what we'll even do if you order more than one it'll cover the order how about that so if they would have ordered two jackets yesterday they would have got 250 dollars for free yeah. oh wow it's yeah, like a commercial saturday saying. morning so incentive nice. to order more shit yeah. and so that's the idea golden tickets gonna come out soon uh you got the call already Alrighty. Oh, we got a girl. Yes. It's not uh, from New Jersey. No, Steph. Steph from Jersey's got no. the best little voice. I love yeah. it. All right. So we got Jennifer Hello? in Whitestone, <laughs> Queens. What's up, Jennifer? Hi. Hi, oh. Jennifer. Hi. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> Let me ask you a question, Jennifer. Are you a Cherry Valley girl or what's the other place called? Damn it, I told you to that. What's the, What's it called? No. No, the, the, the place right across the street from Cherry Valley. The other deli. Yeah, Christie's. Oh, Christie's? Yeah. That's what it's called? Yeah. All right, so are you a Cherry, Cherry Valley, Valley girl or a Christie's girl? She said Cherry Valley. Cherry Valley? Cherry Valley. Hell yeah. All right, yeah, that's the OG. Yo, if you don't, if people are watching this, they don't know. Cherry Valley's been around forever. I kind of, they were on my shit list for a little bit. Uh, but I have a Cherry Valley story. It we'll, involves you. We'll get to that afterwards. Christy. <laughs> Christie's or Christine's or whatever it's called across the street basically jacked their entire menu and made their own Cherry Valley across the it's like literally four, across it's the like street. 40 feet away yeah. it's like Pat's and Gino's yeah. Yeah. anyway Jennifer Whitestone you got one two three or four what do you want whatever's in there is yours free um let's go with one because that's my birthday uh January 1st January 1st no way really oh nice yeah, 1983. How's that working oh, out awesome. for you? How does that work yeah. out for you? Is like, is New Year's Eve or people like, all right, we're doing New Year's Eve, or do you kind of turn that into your birthday party? What do you do? Well, when I was little, we used to have the whole family over, and we like have a party. So you know yeah. who really gets gypped? Christmas babies get gypped. Yeah, totally. I know. Yeah, yeah. All I right. Double present, so I was happy. So let's see what you win. Jennifer, you no won way. yourself nice. a rally cap. That's a really cool prize. Yeah. yeah. So, did you give your address to Danny? No. Yeah. Da- she should email it. Da- right? Oh, you're gonna send your address. All right, cool. Yeah. So, Jen, we'll get Jennifer. Yeah. Jen, we'll get this oh, out for you tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Awesome. All right. Thanks, thanks Jennifer. Jen. Thank you. I love hearing from the locals. A little Whitestone shout out to Mike Baxter. My Cherry Valley story. Make really it quick, quick. Make it quick. Is. But the first time I it's went there, it's a long there, show. It's a no longer show. The I know. The the first time I went there, I went with you, and you picked me up with Dave, and you're oh, like, Dave "Oh, going, Cherry Valley. going to Cherry Valley." I was like, "Okay, I've never been there, but okay." So I go in there and I order a turkey sandwich, and you were like, "Turkey exactly. sandwich." Exactly. Did, did you see his face? I've never been there before, so I had no well, the, idea. The rookies get the TCS. It's just a chicken. I had it's no. A chicken I cutlet, literally had no idea, and, and you're like, "What? Why are?" Why are you ordering a turkey sandwich? <laughs> they probably didn't even make it for you, to be honest. They're like, yeah, and then I was uh, like, uh, help me, please. Like, All right, weirdo. All right, we're going to do the share contest now. If you're on Facebook, Lizzie's going to do that. I'm going to do the Twitter. Um, and that'll be a wrap on season three, episode four. Did anybody uh, just see how that paper just landed back right, It came right back. Desk. No way, really? Yeah. That'll be a nice... I threw it up and it came back. No way. Yeah. That'll be a nice gif afterwards. I know. Uh, all right, guys. So share the show. You got like a second to go. Two weeks till opening day. Three weeks till the home opener. Shout out to Anthony Cass. I'm so freaking pumped to get this year started. Um, I don't really like being that guy who writes like... 
guess what? And then they don't say what it is, but I'm about to do that. There's oh, a lot of cool stuff. Oh, that's, oh, there's a I lot of cool that. stuff happening this season. Um, and I just want to say ahead of time, thank you to you guys that watch and and uh, support the Sevline. Have been rolling with us for a long time because a lot of things that are going to be coming up soon for us would have never been possible if it wasn't for all you guys and your support and um, the group. So thank you guys ahead of time. And I hate being that guy. Like, oh, guess what? Like something cool is going to happen, but some cool stuff's about to happen. And thank you guys for having our back through thick and thin. Uh, all right, Lizzie. So get the share ready. I'll do the tweets. Or the retweet or whatever. You got a name going? Yep. Okay, so... You this week, I chose Frank Smith. At random. At random. Totally at random from his shares. All right, Drew, tell me when to stop. Stop. All right, and I got John W. At Go Be The Spitter. Oh. <laughs> All right, Go Be The Spitter. You win. <laughs> You win. So we're going to need your addresses, and we'll ship you out these sunglasses. So like I was saying, uh, Ron Darling is going to be on in a couple weeks. Next week, Pete McCarthy and I will be going to the What's New event at City Field next Thursday. And then we're going to rush right back out here to Hop Hog and uh, do our show next week. But the What's New event is always really fun. We get to see what, they're, what they got cooking over at City Field for the year. And they stuff you. It's like going to like a wedding. So... A lot of food. Kind of jealous I'm not going. Drinks, but we're driving. And uh, I know Pete can get sauced up. That would be great. I'd like to see Pete a little saucy. And uh, that's it. So next week's <laughs> going to be a fun fun show. And then we will be just one week away from opening day. So thank you guys for rolling with us. Thanks for watching the show. For myself, Darren Meenan, Lizzie Saroyan, Danny Shea, and Drew. Jimenez. Just goes by Drew. Later. Thanks, you guys. Thank you, guys. All right. See you next week. Peace. Peace.